You are listening to the Mystical City of God in a Year podcast. I'm Father Edward Looney, the reader and the commentator on this four-volume work by the Venerable Maria Vagrida. Today, we continue with Day 17. We begin reading from Volume 1, Book 1, Chapter 9, Paragraph 113, and we'll read through 119. In order that all may have a true model and a superabundant grace... If they wish to use it, the Son will descend, capable of suffering, and as a Redeemer. And he shall save men, whom Lucifer defrauded of their happy state. And he shall raise them up through his infinite merits. We have resolved and determined upon the salvation of men through a Redeemer and Teacher, who shall be able to propitiate and to teach, who shall be born and live poor, shall die despised, condemned by men to a most ignominious and frightful death, who shall be esteemed a sinner and a criminal, and yet shall satisfy our justice for the guilt of sin. On account of his foreseen merits, we will show mercy and kindness. All will understand that those who are humble and peaceful, those that practice virtue, that suffer and yet forgive, are the followers of Christ and our sons. Nobody will be capable of entering by his own free will into our kingdom unless he denies himself and, taking up his cross, follows his chief and master. Matthew 10.22 Our kingdom shall be composed of the perfect, who have legitimately labored and fought, persevering to the end. These will take part in the reign of our Christ, now begun and determined upon. For the accuser of his brethren has been cast down. The triumph of Christ is secured. To him belong exaltations and glory, since he is to wash and purify men with his blood. Therefore, only he shall be worthy to open the book of the law of grace. He is the way, the light, the truth, and the life, through which men may come to me. He alone shall open the gates of heaven. He shall be the mediator and the advocate of mortals. In him they will have a father, a brother, and protector, after having been freed from their accuser and persecutor. And the angels, who like true sons, have shared in the work of our salvation and power, and have defended the reign of my Christ, shall likewise be honored and crowned through all the eternities of eternities in my presence. This voice, which contains the mysteries hidden since the constitution of the world, and manifested by the doctrine and the life of Jesus Christ, issued forth from the throne, and imported more than I can explain. Through it were assigned the commissions which the holy angels were to fulfill. St. Michael and St. Gabriel were appointed ambassadors of the Incarnate Word and of Mary, his Mother Most Holy. They were to be ministers for all, the mysteries of the Incarnation and Redemption. With these two princes, many other angels were assigned to the same service, as I shall explain afterward, Numbers 201-206. to Other angels, the Almighty appointed as companions and guardians of the souls, to teach them and inspire them with the virtues and sanctity opposed to the vices into which Lucifer had proposed to seduce mankind. They were to guard and defend the souls and to carry them in their hands. Psalm 90.12 In order that the just might not hurt their feet against the stones which are the snares and the traps laid by their enemies. Also, other evangelists were decreed on this occasion, of which the evangelist says that the power, salvation, virtue, and kingdom of Christ began. But among the mysterious works at this time was especially the designation and enumeration of the predestined in the secret tablets of the divine mind through the foreseen merits of Jesus Christ our Lord. Oh, the mysteries and the inexplicable secrets 
which then were evolved in the bosom of God, O happy lot of the chosen ones, what can equal this in importance? What sacrament is so worthy of the omnipotence of God? How great was the triumph of the power of Christ! Happy, infinitely happy, the members who then were assigned and united to such a head. O great church, O mighty people and holy congregation of such a leader and master! At the thought of such exalted mysteries, the judgment of the creature is rendered powerless. My understanding is suspended, and my tongue becomes mute. In the consistory of the three divine persons, the mysterious book spoken of in the Apocalypse was given, and, as it were, delivered to the only begotten of the Father. At that time it was written, closed and sealed with the seven seals, Apocalypse 5.7, of which the evangelist speaks. When he was made human flesh, he opened it, solving in their order the seals by enacting the mysteries of his birth, life, and death, under the consummation of all things. That which the book contained were all the decrees of the Holy Trinity, after the fall of the angels, namely all that belongs to the incarnation of the Word and the law of grace, the Ten Commandments, the Seven Sacraments, and all the articles of faith, and what is contained in them, the constitution of the whole militant church, to the Word as having assumed human nature and as the high priest and holy pontiff, was given the power to communicate the necessary faculties and gifts to the apostles and other priests and ministers of the church. This was the mysterious beginning of the law of the gospel. In a most secret consistory of the Trinity, it was resolved and recorded in the divine mind that those who would observe that law shall be written in the book of life. Here was the beginning of that law, and from the Eternal Father, the pontiffs and prelates have their power and their vicariate. From his infinite power flows the virtues of those that are meek, poor in spirit, humble and just. This is their most humble origin, and on that account, it is true to say that he who obeys the superior obeys God, and he who despises them despises God. All this was decreed and conceived in the divine mind, and to Christ was given the power to open in his proper time this book of decrees, which was until then to be closed and sealed. In the meanwhile, the Mosai gave his testament, that in the testimonies of his divine words, in the natural laws and in the written laws, accompanying them with wonderful works, and manifesting a part of his secrets through the patriarchs and prophets. Through these testimonies and through the blood of the Lamb, it is said, they, the just, overcame the dragon. For although the blood of Christ was entirely sufficient and superabundant to enable all the faithful to overcome the dragon, their accuser, and although the testimonies and teachings of the prophets are of great power and help for eternal salvation, yet the just attained the fruit of the passion and redemption by cooperating of their own free will with these divine helps, conquering their own selves and the demons, and making use of grace. They not only succeed in fulfilling the ordinary commandments and counsels of God, but they go to the extent of sacrificing their lives for the Lord. Apocalypse 6, nine, In testimony of him and in the hope of the crown and triumph promised by Christ, as the martyrs did in testimony of the faith and in defending his honor. An account of all these mysteries, the sacred text adds, Therefore rejoice, O heaven, and all those that dwell therein. Rejoice, because thou art to be the dwelling place of the just and their chief, Jesus Christ, and of his most holy mother. Rejoice, O heaven, because of all the material and inanimate creatures, none obtained a better lot. For thou art to be the house of God, who will endure through the eternal ages, 
and thou art to receive as thy queen the most pure and most holy creature that emanated from the power of the Most High. Therefore rejoice, heaven, and all that dwell therein, ye angels and ye just, since you are to be the companions and ministers of the Son of the Eternal Father and of his mother, and you are to be parts of the mystical body whose head is Christ himself. Rejoice, ye holy angels, because ministering to them and serving them by your defense and custody, you increase your accidental joy. Let the holy archangel Michael, the prince of the celestial hosts, rejoice in particular, because he defended in battle the glory of the Most High and his adorable mysteries, and because he is to be the minister of the incarnation of the word and a particular witness of all its effects to the end. Let all his allies and all the defenders of Jesus Christ and his mother rejoice, since during their ministry they do not lose the joys of essential glory already their own. On account of such divine sacraments, let the heavens rejoice. This concludes our reading today from the Mystical City of God. We read today from Book 1, Chapter 9, Paragraphs 113 through 119. One of the things that really struck me was the ending of today's reading. And this whole idea of rejoicing. Rejoice, O heaven, because of all the material and inanimate creatures, none obtained a better lot. Rejoice, ye holy angels, because ministering to them and serving them by your defense and custody, you increase your accidental joy. Rejoice, in particular, because he defended in battle the glory of the Most High. This invitation to rejoice. And we know one of the teachings of Jesus in the Gospels was that when one sinner repents, all of heaven rejoices. And oftentimes, if I have a penitent that comes to me in the sacrament of reconciliation, I'll say to that person, well, think about the great joy that you have caused in heaven today, that you have come here. I think for all of us who have lost loved ones and we have the great hope that they're with God in eternal life, that after a time of purification, purgation, that now they're in the kingdom of heaven, that we can think of that kingdom and imagine what heaven is like. Imagine the angels rejoicing, the saints rejoicing. Imagine that great worship that takes place before the throne of God. Heaven is a place of love but it's also a place of joy. So let us raise our thoughts this day to heaven so that we might obtain that joy one day, that by living a virtuous life, pleasing to God, that we'll be able to rejoice as all of heaven rejoices. I'm Father Edward Looney, and you have been listening to the Mystical City of God in a Year podcast. Today was day 17. I hope that you'll join me again tomorrow as we continue reading through this mystical revelation given to us by the Venerable Maria of Agreda. If you wish to obtain your own copy of the four volumes, you can do so by visiting TAN Books. And when you purchase the four volumes, use the code PODCAST15 to save 15%. Until next time, may God bless you and Mary pray for you.